Then at one point, by taking, by taking the mighty Manly Seagulls on oh, Friday night. Fucking I'm lucky spewing. those fucking... Can't call them Owen no more. Can't nah, be calling them nah. Owen no more, but... No, no, no. There's only one Owen. There's only one Owen left. Only one Owen left. There's only one There's nothing worse than a game than being called Owen. I'm spewing about um, not tipping the Dragons. I don't want to be a Monday morning quarterback. Um, but I was liking the Dragons. I just didn't. I put my tips in on Friday and then didn't look at it again. This, this weekend, of all weekends, I definitely did not look at it again. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, one Owen. I know what you're saying there about the Dragons. They're the type of games that you've got to get if you really want to run deep in these tipping competition. And, and the mere fact that that's what you need to do to win tipping competition is probably the reason as to why I tip the Parramatta Seal and would never think to ever tip the Dragons because I just think yeah. the Parramatta Seal, you know, they're a more, you know, quality side, better side, well, I thought they were a better side than the St. George and the Royal Dragons, but... Well, it, you know. it's also, it's. I'll use two games as an example, though. It's one of those things where you've got to know to tip the Dragons in a game where you go, oh, all right, Parramatta, pretty short favourite, but maybe too short. And then not tip like the Knights going, oh, Titans aren't that good, that it shouldn't be that short. Maybe the Knights could beat them. No, yeah. no, you tip the Titans. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably why you tip Parramatta as well. Yeah, yeah. But one of them could be... But, but, you know, but the thing is, one of them's actually the wrong one. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Yeah, exactly yeah. Right yeah, but you just got to get it right. You just got to get it right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the dra- like, yeah. the dragons are good though. Dragons will make the, will make the eight. Yeah. For sure, right, I, I had a bet. I had a bet on that last week with uh, one of my Newcastle Knights fans at the game when they were down thirteen six. I said, "I'm sorry, mate. Dragons are going to win this game, and they will make the eight. He goes, "I want it. Want a bet? Okay, well, let's do it. Let's Cut. do it right now. Right now. And he took it out." You took it out. All right. Now, I know you had a jam-packed weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Jam-packed. You went down to Melbourne. Uh, had a birthday, was it? Yeah, birthday. Birthday, birthday catch-up. A, a friend of someone we met whilst we were travelling overseas. Yes. And anyway, to tell us a little bit like that. To tell us a little bit. Not too much. I don't want you to get too much into it. Just give us a little insight to how your weekend was over the weekend. Well, mate, it was a, it was a good old-fashioned dress-up party. Um, yes. But you can't, you really can't go wrong with a dress-up party. Um, so it was a, a, the theme was anything starting with A, which is, which I don't mind those parties because you get a real broad look at yep. what people were thinking of for costumes. So, um, which was, which was great. Everyone ripped in. It's always good when people actually have a go. Uh, there was a couple of DJs there on the decks all night. Nice sort of rooftop party in South Yarra. And uh, yeah, needless to say, there was plenty of debauchery and, um, good times, and it went into uh, the wee hours of the morning and into the, the day hours of the, well, let's just call it lunchtime Sunday. Um, so, so it was a belter, mate. It was a belter. Uh, the weather was nasty. It was cold, wet, sleet, but that would not stop us. Yeah. So, so started with yeah, the it started with the letter A. Uh, yeah. It was obviously for a nook. little shout-out to our French For a nook. You know, a little word. You know, for our folks there in Marseille, because that's where we are from when we go to... To France, mm. um, of course. So, so yeah, shout out to Anouk. It was her twenty first. I, I remember it was her twenty first. Well, she doesn't look at that yeah. at twenty one anyway. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. But Anouk, Anouk was definitely best dressed. 
Of course. Um, right, Avatar. Nailed it. I, I remember hers was Avatar, but who were you? Who were you? I was I, I was Axel Rose, Guns N' Roses. Axel Rose. Yeah, yeah baby. Yeah. No one cares. Take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Oh, won't you please take me, me down? Me. When I seen that, I didn't know when there was a tape, right? I don't know if it was a thing, but it's funny you said you had a Zaxxon Rose because your whole style, your whole get up at the moment, how you look, it's quite, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a consistent look across a lot of uh, genre. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. you could use, if it was the letter J, you would have gone as Johnny Depp. You know, it's the, yes, letter, I could have. It's the letter C, you would have gone as Captain Jack Sparrow. Know, I, I was case. actually hope. I, I was hoping that there was a way I could go as a pirate because I had a pirate dress-up costume from a few years ago and I had yeah. everything to be Johnny Depp, like literally. And I actually, I actually remixed some of it. I had these, these, those big boots that I had, like there were yeah. boot coverings. Um, there was like this pirate, I even had like those, you know how they have those, uh, those shirts where they've got the fluffy bit that comes out the end? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like sort of pans out. So I had some of those things. Like, so I had this weird mix that, you know, pirates, rock and rollers, they're all, you know, Similar in different eras. There's a guy from Survivor. Yeah. I'm sorry if I can't remember his name, but everyone knows who he is. If you watch Survivor, you know. And Amy couldn't watch it and not think of you. His name wasn't the name on the show. His name was Zach. Yeah. And I go, oh, yeah. really? I go, he looks like Jack Sparrow to me. Because you yeah. look like, like you're just Zach that looks like Sparrow, Jack Sparrow sometimes. Whereas yeah. the other people, you are Jack Sparrow. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? well, it's funny actually. I was because I was tossing up with a few options, um, and one of the options I was I was originally thinking of going as was Alan from The Hangover. Oh, no, you <laughs> so, not yeah, but, no, that's all right. I was just going to put a little put a little bit of packing down in the in the in the, oh, in the sump in the in the sump area. Get myself a little baby, of course. And I, had, I, and I and I and I had the whole beard going here, but I had a bit of a had a bit of a haircut mishap. I went. I went at it to go give it a bit of a trim with the clippers, just trim yeah. it back. And I forgot to put the clippers on and I just went straight bald and went, oh, uh, <laughs> there you go, the sideburns. So I'm like, oh, oh well, rock and roll will go. I, I get what you mean though when you talk, when you say um, a bit of an Allen beard. Because yeah, yeah. I, I've never seen you with that Allen beard, but you would have yeah. felt that that's yeah. how you, you were going to go. Yeah, it was it was it was thickish, but that's fine, mate. Axel Rose is great. Oh, anyway, enough it. about that rubbish. We're here to talk about one thing, one thing only. That's Sydney Roosters. Oopsie, sorry, no, I was just joking. But we will get to that. Uh, obviously, we've got to get kickstarted with the front rows. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I uh, haven't done much homework on. Uh, There's only only a couple so of front, only a couple of off. only couple of front rows managed to get you get over the line this weekend. Oh, okay. So, so you've was... actually got our list here. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's a short Brilliant. list for the actual try scorers. Now yes. they were Beautiful. they were setting up tries. They're kicking goals. They're doing all the special things that they do. Yeah. Um, but only you a few know, of them were able to get getting teams back into matches. Exactly, exactly. But only a few of them were able to get the chocolates this weekend. Um, and that was Tui Kamakamika yep. from the Melbourne Storm. And in the same game, Luke Thompson. So one well one game, one game. Front row is over. Did, uh, I think. What about Joe Fongo? Yeah, I suppose you could put him in that in that category too. You know, he's a he's a front rower. Oh, you know, I know he's a bit of a front rower. I definitely between, don't think yeah. he's that ball player locker after these days. He's he's not, and he's not. It does not float now on the edge there, mate. So yeah, off yeah. the hen gowie. Um, yeah. so three front rowers, uh, pretty, and you can tell it's been a good season when three is the low end of the spectrum of front you know, rowers scoring five. Doesn't see star started, but um, what has been really attend the last couple of weeks is something that we've tried to 
you know, we get rid of the game. But it's been really tuning in. Wade Egan, I think it was Friday night, Friday. It doesn't matter what night it is. I, I lose my mind. I lose track of the week when I see these people trying to go in out of dummy half there. And you know, Locker himself was not happy about it. And he had a few words to say. But um, so yeah, he was one that jumped in there. Was there any others that jumped in there? Uh, yeah, there was. There was, um, oh, I thought I saw, um, I'm trying to remember what game it was from. It was on Friday night. It was on Friday night. We saw a... Um, a dummy file? Yeah, I'm sure I saw a dummy file on okay, Friday Okay, well, they night. got away with one there anyway. Was it Manly game? Yeah, Manly, yeah, Mate yeah. Egan. It was Mate Egan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought I think that was a Manly... I think Lachlan Croker went... Was it Croker one of the Penrith Raiders game? Which was the nah, cracker lo- of a match, by the way. No, 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 no. Lachlan Croker went over again. He, he, he did it on last. Not on sixth, but on fifth. Oh, yeah. And he, he did he it on fifth. he scored it or he... No, no, no. He got tackled. He didn't score. Oh, well, there you go, Croker. But we already know he's the captain of the club. Anyway, um, we've got a few things. We're a little bit unorganised today. I do apologise, but Jake Fred's retired. Uh, It was a tough week for rugby league. Jake Fred retired. You know, one of the greats, Tommy Rodriguez, he passed away. And Michael Morgan retired all in the one week. Um, Yeah. Obviously, Michael Morgan and Jake Fred have been completely lost to the game. Uh, But, yeah, Jake Fred, as we said... You know, he's, yeah. had, uh, he's been there through pretty much all of it for us. Anyway. Through all of it. From the beginning, from, you know, from starting, coming up through the 20s, from having the, you know, being sacked by the club, coming yeah, back to sacked. the club. You know, he was there at the beginning when we had our dark days and got that wooden spoon in 09. But I think that yeah. he's actually been sacked before that happened. Come no, back no. into the team. Oh, yeah, no, no, he probably was yeah. sacked in 09. Yeah. I think it was 2008 or 09 was when it sort of parted yeah. ways and come back. And then obviously... 2010, we're back in the GF, and and then he obviously made himself a, a captain of the Roosters through through all this this really dominant Robbo period. Um, four grand finals, three uh, four grand finals, three premierships, mate. One in Origin, played for Australia, captain his captain his club, fourth most capped Rooster ever. Um, just a sensational career for Friendy, oh, and he's oh, going to be ma- and he's going to be massively missed. He's such a such a leader at the club. Such yeah, a leader. It's also, so. it's also sort of like uh, when we we noticed that we lost a lot of when he wasn't playing dummy half. Radley sort of had to go to dummy half. Yeah, and you know this isn't a knock on Fred Lussick, and maybe Sam Veras might be good. I haven't seen it for a while, so I've forgotten you know what his influence is on the team. But you know, there's no expectations for all these guys to be as good as the the incumbent hooker who's been there for so long, who's actually the captain of the team. But when you don't have that person in the team, it's the Roosters actually aren't the same team. They don't, they're not as fast or they just don't have that same flow. And, you know, when someone is as integral to the team as Jake Fenders, he's got to be hard to replace. Mm. Well, I think there's no better example of that than um, the 2019 grand final. Yeah, correct. And Friendy, Friendy missed a lot of time with injury. He only played five games. And he'd been out for a long time. And named back in the team for the GF, having not played for a while. On the bench in that critical, critical moment when Cooper Croc was sin-binned. Yes. Any change was made. Friendy came on the field, fresh legs. And he was a rock in that, in that middle for the Roosters and just sort of held them along and, and gave them that you know, just that base for them to be able to finally launch and get that opportunity to take the, the game by the scruff of the next one win. But without Friendly, that we don't do it. 
Yeah. You know? It, it just like the, it's like stepping, I always, I love the analogy of stepping into the high rollers room. And, you know, the, the like the, the game, t- you know, it doesn't always go there. It doesn't always go into a position where the game can be there for the taking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes teams just manage to get on top of them and, and win the game. Like, for example, the way that South Sydney and the Roosters, the Roosters almost, you know, last-ditch efforts and they'll get it within a try, two tries, and you've seen those miracle plays and things like that. But really, but they're always, always South were on plank. top and there was no real moment there for the Roosters to really take that game there. Whereas yeah. when there's games where they find themselves in the balance and a team could be eight points behind, you know, or two points in front but losing the momentum and things like that, where the Roosters were in that case and that grand final, not many games get to a position where players can take it, you know what I mean, or teams can take it, let take the game from the opposition. And when those opportunities, when that happens, that's when you're stepping into the high rollers room, I feel. And the later into those types of games, the the higher those stakes become, you know. You just need to look at that game on Friday night between the Warriors and, and Manly, Manly, where. DC doesn't lose very often when it comes to a shootout, field goal shootout. You said he was toying with us, you know. Definitely. Uh, Definitely. Eight, for eight minutes. But eight, he wanted to wait till the end. You say that he's toying with us, right? And there was a moment with the, where the Warriors, they took a random snap where the guy might have been on the, you know, the blind side getting the ball to take a snap at goal. When yeah. Really, he should be kicking that to a corner. So what that yep. tells me is that these two guys have gone into the high rollers room, mm. yet there's only one of them that has the bankroll to be playing in this room. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and look, he was patient, Cherry. You know, he's like, cool. I'm not good. I don't want to risk missing a field goal that I don't feel comfortable that I'm definitely going to get to give them an opportunity. Yeah. Put it in the corner. We're going to keep the pressure. I'm going to back my team's defense. And when the moment's there, we'll get it. And it just happened to be with the clock counting down to the last five or six seconds. But yeah, it, yeah. honestly, watching the game, honestly, watching the, yeah, watching so the like game, it felt a net. he goes, here, yeah, take this. You could be the hero if you, you know, if you nail it, you're the hero. But really, if you miss it, We've got one more. We've probably got one more up our sleeve. Yeah. And then I'll take that one. You know what I mean? If but, we, sorry. And having taken that one, you might just have a, a little less pressure than you would if you, you know, got that one and we took the first one. You know what I mean? Yeah, You're yeah. coming for you To me, it just, it felt inevitable watching the game. With about 10 minutes to go, I was watching it here at home with a mate. And, and I was, he was like, oh, he's like, oh. Maybe 10, 15 minutes to go. He's like, oh, I reckon there's another try and try in this each for these guys. I'm like, nah, this is going to be a field goal. This yeah. is going to be a field goal. This is DCE moment. Like, he just loves kicking wonky looking field goals to win the game. Doesn't matter how they look. They always seem to go over the black dot, high or low. But he does it time and time again because he's got the clutch gene. Yeah. Um, and they're 0-4. The team's battling. He's under the pump. People are saying he's past it. He's not playing well. He fucking steps up for his team. You know, and those are the guys you want in your team. And that's what Jake Friend is to the Roosters, yeah. you know. So, big loss. I mean, we're already missing Boyd as well. So, like, the two captains, um, basically, one already medically retired from concussions. The other one is on an extended leave from concussions because that's what kind of players they are. 
They are fearless. They have no regard for their body. Um, and, you know, that just it epitomizes how it really sets the tone for the rest of the team. And that's why they, they all love playing with those guys. So it obviously is going to be around the, the, the group and the club um, for many more years to come. Hopefully intently this year as we have a stark hooker crisis at the Roosters. Um, but yeah, look, Brendy, what a uh, what a special guy ever since he came down from Queensland. He's he's been a, he's been a rooster. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and yeah. even just lastly, just makes me think back to last year when he played Origin. I remember that last game. I think Harry Grant come in. Yeah, Harry Grant was playing off the bat, and they played together for quite a bit of time, and it was really really effective. Now I can't remember the exact words that were said, but. I remember the Harry Grant talked about when um, playing with Friendy, how easy Friendy made it for him. Yeah, yeah. You know, when that's so cool, mate, I'm, I'll take these. You know, I'm, I'll guide around the forwards um, and you just sniff behind me. And when you're ready to go, you just go in and take it and I'll, I'll set up for these next players. And Harry Grant said he just made it the easiest thing for him um, to just come in and slip into that role. And he played, Harry Grant played awesome. Everyone saw the, you know, the, I guess the line breaks or half line breaks or, you know, these attacking opportunities that Harry Grant created. Um, but it was off the back of the little things that Friendy does. And for people who are really watching the footy, you see that basis that he sets, which is, which is really awesome. So he's going to be missed, Friendy. It's going to be missed. Um, well, from, you know, Friendy ending his career at the Roosters, we've got a transition into a young player by the name of Sam Walker, who's, just starting. The new Prince of Bondi. Roosters. The Prince of Bondi. The Prince of Bondi. What, what he's a bang. Go out there and he's got to go and give him that crown already. Now, you know, if people want to go out and give him that crown, I can't no longer get in your way. You know, personally, you know, Derek Kemp, I just want to make an apology out there to Derek Kemp and Blake O'Connell, those two. Blake O'Connell more so for not just Sam Walker, but also... Uh, Schuster. Is that his, what's his first name? Schuster? Josh Schuster. Josh Schuster. Josh Schuster. So, yeah. Uh, just apologies to, to those two and Blake and Dedeke. Because with Sam Walker, personally, I'd seen his highlights. I've heard the raps about him. But I'm the type of person that, one, doesn't like when these young players get talked up so much. Two, always feel like it's... Uh, overcompensated almost to like just write stories about someone else, next person. Uh, but three, I don't like the, when they get, uh, they end up putting all this expectation on them and then people start to badmouth this person. I mean, they never they write the articles. Uh, yeah. But then also when you multiply that on top of the fact that it's the Roosters and they're the ones who have invested the hope, really, as fans hope, but the Roosters, the monetary and the time, we want to make sure, I want to make sure that that person has got no expectation, no pressure, and can be can flourish in an environment that's willing to help them grow to be the best for the Roosters ever in the history of the game. Yeah. And after the first game, it was impressive to see him get through the game. And just but to look see comfortable. Him come down that, I think, that stretch, I like that. That's what the Americans call it in basketball, is it? When they yep. come down the stretch. Like, yep. that's exactly what it is. And we spoke about it with DCE, you know, Jake Friend's reference in the grand final. This is the second game. And, you know, I would get to halftime going, fuck, we're, we're probably going to, you know, with the, sh- the Sharks, man, it was like the Sharks of old where, like, they go, you, we know you're the top dogs. 
but we're gonna come here, we're gonna fucking bash you. And we're okay, ready to bash you, you both with the ball and without it. And they came and they started and we were, you know, trying to go with them and, and really, you know, that's sort of been a little bit of of a question mark sometimes is is when teams really want to up the ante. There's been times, not always, but there have been times where the Roosters, they have missed the mark and yep. the opposition four-pack have actually managed to get on top of them. Where in this game, that four-pack, the Roosters, I felt, were getting beaten. And then they come back to take the game. And right behind that is someone who just iced every single one of his moments in yeah. that time. And that's hard to do as freaking Mitchell Moses trying to do it. As yeah. Jonathan Thurston trying to do it. Let alone an 18-year-old playing in the toughest competition in the world. That that ball that he threw to Tupo, it just, that was, I'm going to pass it here, run to it. This yeah. is where I want you to catch it. And it was, caught it just enough so the Sharks play had come in and gone, oh, no, he's on the outside of me. I only had about a metre and a half to work with. But like right there, that's where you're going to catch it and you're going to finish it. And yeah. just the, you it's know, the like, fun yeah. when you hear that nice spiral and you just hear this because it just hits them on the chest. You know, you know, in soccer, how like players, the ball. they put people like where the, they, they can make the pass so precise that the, they force the, the attacker they force their speed. Yeah. They force the attacker where to get to. So yeah. they're there that they're trying. They force them there with the with the precision. You know, like the yeah. timing of it. There's only one way for you to do, get this, and this, and and there's only one way for me to get you to do this, and I can do mm. that. But also, this isn't just specific to Sam Walker. This is specific to a lot of people. He and I talk about this. That sensory acuity. He could feel Katoa was in no man's land, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and by, what I mean by no man's land was the pass was so precise that it, it was... And like he held it. And he held it. For, and and, and he held, was back in the game. Yeah, and he held it for just long enough to yeah. sort of put Did that into his mind. Yeah. <laughs> held it, held it, took it into the line, and then boom. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Then, and then, and then to go down that side again and just stand up Chad Townsend, like just a little bit of footwork, bang, I'll get through you. And then to ice it to finish, here's a little float of the Beamos. On the other like side. All in, on, on the, the other, other side. On the other side as well, Kaz. So yeah. when I say on the other side, well, really that's his side. He's the right, you know, yeah. we talked about yeah. it. Right foot kicker, halfbacks tend to play on the right-hand side. But what I mean is he was at first receiver, jamming that left-hand, left-hand, Corridor when he managed to get to. Uh, well, he's actually at second receiver. Well, he's, he's actually second receiver. He was second receiver. Big, Sorry, I apologise. But he wasn't out the back. No, 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 no not at the back. Yeah, he yeah. Wasn't it wasn't that Lukiri at the back. It was. Yeah. It, it did get it off a two pass, but it was. It was his sort of shift and shape types. Of the yeah, and, and and yeah, and then like again, I'm not bagging Cole Flanagan at all, but we never really saw Cole Flanagan. If he did swing to the left-hand side, we never really see him really penetrate the line. Yeah. You know what I mean? He never yeah. really, like, he managed to be there and it was sort of him jamming and then, like, starting it off and getting it out to Luke Keery a bit. Yeah. But it was never really him. And so what I mean by that is you could probably almost 
say that he's already overtaken him by just the his his sort of feel and touch on the field. I feel yeah. as though he's probably yeah, well, he got more the... responsibility than what Kyle Flanagan had all last year, other well, than he... the goal kicking. Yeah, yeah. And what he had with the, the gameplay. Now that could yeah. be because there's no Luke Keary there. Yeah. So apologies. Yeah. No, that could actually but be the reality of it. But yeah, he does. He, t- he takes it deep into the line and keeps those defenders interested. And we saw it last week with that nice little short ball that he popped to Nat Butcher. Yeah. Because um, he took it across, he took it across, and it was the eyes, the eyes, and he's running it at pace, but then sort of sort of just decelerates just enough and then pops it at the right time because he's, yeah. he's, got, he's got his A and B defenders interested, and then now there's a hole. Do you think um, it's outrageous that this guy is 18 years old, he's played two games of NRL, and he is already, like, carving opposition teams up? Oh, it's amazing. You know, I take it back to, you know, you were saying, like, talking about, you know, you don't like it when people hype these young yeah, guys yeah, up yeah, too yeah. much. And, I, and I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah. But I think the strongest, the part that made me comfortable was the way Robbo spoke about him. Yeah, sure. sure. Now, Robbo doesn't pump the tyres of anyone. And, and he didn't pump Sam Walker's tyres, but he was just comfortable. He was like, yeah, look, yeah. He's, he will be fine. He, he's got plenty, even when he talked about the first game, he's got plenty of tricks that he can offer. But what I really liked is he didn't feel like he had to get them all out. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. in that first game, he just, he, he, he did what he needed to do for the team. He stayed within his realms and didn't feel like he had to show everything. Well, with 10 minutes, <laughs> 10 minutes to, to go down by eight, he's like, cool, I'm going into the bag of tricks. And the, and the person that helped them, helped massively was Victor Radley. Oh. The amount of times he's in there at first receiver. And hasn't he and just again, helped the whole attack? Take, take it deep into the line. People don't in these last few weeks. Everything. And that's why Victor Radley can't go into nine. That's why they won't put him into nine because they need him at 13. But we, find we another nine, someone else is filling that nine until they can sort of get is some, he, some He's just back. so potent. Yeah. And that, you know, I apologise. Like, sorry, Felix, I got my caddy. I apologise. Like, Kyle Flanagan didn't get the luxury of, of Victor Radley for the full year. No. True? No. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, Victor Radley, after his first game, uh, Michael had said that he's a little bit rusty. And it's so funny. It's like, you just know that his timing's out. Yet he was still yeah. helping. You know that his time is out. You know yeah. he hasn't got that. I mean, I'm talking about that. That what is that magic distance? And you know what it is. It was that try that that uh, Brett Morris scored in the against the Warriors last week, where yeah, they the, the Walker's getting as deep as like the fucking defender. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like he's yeah. passing it. As they're tackling him. He's not afraid to get hit. <laughs> he's not afraid to get hit, but also because he's not afraid to get hit and he's taking it deep into the line, he's putting that indecision in the defender of like, all right, I come up and hit him, but I've also, shit, he could throw the short ball or the long ball. Like, now I've got, in, now I've got indecision and just that half a second of the indecision is all you need in, in the NRL when you've got guys who are fast and strong and only in a second. James Tedesco. Brett, Brett Morris, the best finisher in the game, who honestly needs fucking 20 centimetres of space. Like, he almost... Like, when the first try he scored, was, it was kind of like an in and away, but not an in and away. Like, the Sharks hear a Tory come in like, oh, he could come back in. So, I'll kind of show him the sideline. But Brett Morris is like, well, you're not going to push me over the sideline. I'm just going to score. And that's what he did. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, he just needs a slither. And that's all you need for these guys, like for this back line. And it's interesting hearing Sam walk. After the game, everyone's, um, you know, it's, it's faster and um, everyone's a bit more talented. But it's in a way, it's also easier than reserve grade because everyone, know, especially in this side, everyone knows their role. So all I've got to do is just play to those guys. They all know what they're doing, so they make my job easier. And yeah, when I've got yeah. James Tedesco there, you know, um, you know, yeah, uh, sort of screaming instructions at me and sort of pointing this in way, and and Victor's there, and the forwards are running through. He goes, all I've got to do is do my role. I don't have to worry about anyone else's. Yeah. So yeah, it cool, calm head. Bit, it could take a little bit of the, maybe just maturity to understand or accept. Sometimes maybe is the word that you don't actually always have to be the hero. Well, I, I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to enjoy the excitement of the rise of Sam Walker, and you know, having him in the red, white, and blue, um, because I know in the not too distant future he'll be tormenting me in the middle of every year uh, when he puts on that maroon jersey, which will be inevitable when Sam Walker is lining up with Harry Grant, just Harry Grant. picking us picking us apart. Imagine so, he plays this year. He, fuck, mate, he could. Like he fucking really could. Who's the I'm coach? Not saying he will. Oh, Paul Green. You need Ray Paul Bennett Green's to be the coach. coach. I don't know why they just don't make Ray Bennett the coach. <laughs> they just make him the coach, like, eh? Whatever you need, mate. Whatever you need. You only want, you know, to turn up to camp? Just turn up to camp. Whatever yeah. you need, mate. We'll do it for you. Yeah, fucking oath. Fucking oath. Because I but can't look, see know, Paul it... Green being uh, the mentor that... the Like, you know, people like Paul Green. I could be, I could be wrong here. Hope I'm right. But people like Paul Green aren't the type of coaches that are going to get the underdog team to win. Coaches like Paul Green are the type of coaches that need to have the best roster. And then he well, that's my, well I mean, that's player. most that's most coaches, really, isn't it? It's not Wayne Bennett. Yeah, no, well, Wayne Bennett's not most coaches, is he? No, he's not. <laughs> he's a fucking special one. But no, look, it was exciting, <laughs> mate. I, I um, obviously didn't watch the game live. I remember checking this, like, Checked my phone, checked the score, saw we were down 10 nil. I was like, oh shit, that's not good. And that was the last time I looked at it until the morning, Sunday morning, and then saw, mm-hmm. fuck, we won. You know, and I was like, I got to watch this again. So I watched it again this afternoon, which was great. Which was great. Right. It would, so, um, you, so the first time you saw the pass from. No, I saw, the, I saw the highlight Sunday mid morning because I was oh, like, yeah, check the yeah. score and went 26 18, looked at the score and went, shit, we were down a lot. Yeah. Like I got to watch the highlights here. And I had a few like comments like from, from other group chats, like, oh my God, Sam Walker, that pass. Gee, I'm like, Jesus, I got to see this. I got to see this. Yeah. So, no, that was it exciting. Was, it was, look, it was great. It was great to see. It would have been. Um, when they scored uh, the try to go to 18 4, I yeah. just thought, it's over. We're done. We're, we're, we're done. And almost I started to think, like, have we been like shown, like revealed? Have we been, yeah. been like, have we been pulled apart? It was last year, the end of last year, the way that South Sydney pulled us apart. Have we been found out? And that's exactly what I thought. I thought we've been found out. I don't know how we've been found out. I don't know what the secret is. I don't know where the, well, what it is that they're doing to us. But there's something that's happened that the clubs have caught on to, the opposition have caught on to, and we're done. And then they just come back. Well, t- Something certainly was revealed, Wiki, and that was the character of the, the Roosters. Character. They did not character. give up. JWH 
stepped up in a massive way. He said, we'll, I will not fucking let us lose. I'm going to bring that ball forward. I'm going to get us over that advantage line. Crichton was a workhorse. Victor Radley, you know, all the guys. Tedesco had a quiet game by Tedesco standards where he's not busting the line and fucking having three line breaks and four tries. But he's still a presence out there. So such, still so much talent and experience out there. And that forward pack ripped in as well. So really, really good gutsy win from the Roosters. And they, they'll, get a, they'll get another real test this week against the Storm. Yeah, um, which yeah I this can't is probably for. sounding a little bit like Roosters Radio, but that's the marquee game of the weekend. The Premiers up against mate, it's, the back-to-back Premiers. It's unwavering bias, mate. You know, we're the greatest team in rugby league, let's be true. real. That's true. So, so um, but look, that no, was awesome. And I really can't, I can't wait for this next game, the Roosters Storm. Yep, but uh, look, there, the there was, yeah, look, the, before we get to that one, though, there was, a, there was another cracker. Oh, I thought it was going to be more of a cracker, but it was still oh, yeah. a cracker. On, uh, on Friday night. The other oh, Friday yes. night game. Yes. The other Friday night game out west. The yep. Panthers and the Raiders. Um, yeah, look, I, uh, I don't know, watching it, seeing that, I was like, oh, I, going into the game, I thought the Penrith were going to be too good. And I, I didn't think it was going to end up being like a close, close game. I thought it might have been within 10 points, but I thought Penrith were just going to be too good. Yeah, yeah, and then the Raiders got a jump, got the jump on them, and they got a try. And then when it looked like Croker had gone over again, I was like, "Fuck, the Raiders!" You know, they're sticking it to them. They're really showing it. But Penrith, unfazed, talented, fast, strong, relentless, and Jerome Luai, like Cleary, like this forward pack, this resilient defense, just it just monstered them. And when they scored that try before halftime, that was just that just felt like game. Yeah, that felt like game eighteen six. Go and in the end, they were fucking 20 points better than a minute. It almost kind of it felt about right by the 80 minute mark. Would you agree with that? But yeah. that's that they were they were probably 20 points, they were 20 points better than them in the end, yeah, yeah. And and it, uh, the Panthers are just going to be on that run again, they could end up being getting a record wins in a row top season again, you know. Uh, the thing that I felt they answered for me again, is similar to the Roosters. Sorry to carp on about it, but it was that ability to be able to swing the momentum back your way. And it's yeah. one thing to concede the first try. That's one thing. It's I felt the Raiders were on top in that game. Were actually taking the taking it to as you said, taking it to the Panthers. Yeah. And I thought, you know, Penrith are good at footy, but the Raiders are showing that they're experienced in the big games. Yeah. Whereas when you win those types of matches, I feel like when you win those types of matches, you could almost chalk that up as an experience of a big game win because you've had to, you've had to display characters or execute characters. Oh, sorry, not execute characters. Yeah. Display character that wins big matches. It gives yeah. you that experience and that discipline and that conditioning of knowing that, like, I don't, I've never won a big NRL match, but I just feel as though some of those matches, if you don't have your foot on the pedal, if you're not running and executing and trying to be, you know, precise for 80 minutes, then you know that there's, that's not a, you know, that's not, hmm. you know, that's not Look, enough. They, well, they did it with their defense though, Penrith. Like they might've won 30 to 10. Yeah. But they, you know, they weren't great with the ball as far as uh, with their uh, like mistakes and errors. I think they only completed it about seventy percent, which is 
you know, Penrith was quite quite good at being uh, consistently eighty percent plus completion and sometimes near perfect games with the way they they move that ball around. But their defense is just relentless. Their line speed for eighty minutes was just relentless, and they just swallowed up Canberra. And once once they got a bit of momentum and a bit of ball, they've obviously got so many weapons um, and so many ways to score on you. Yeah. And then they've they're up eighteen six and. They're 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 a team that seems that they're hard to like a lot of those really good teams. They get a lead on you. It's very hard to try and run them down. Yeah, yeah. Because um, they're also like, they're also they've got that feel about them that they're excited. They're playing for each other. I hate that term because I feel like they're all playing for each other. But they but they, are, but they really really. We've said this. Like we've said this for the last two years. They're taking yeah. their try scorer supporter celebrations to the level that it deserves to be. You know, at the yeah. talking about it. Yeah, you know, um, it was a bit funny the way that they carried on with Joe Tarpany. You know, and yeah. I feel as though sometimes Tarpany can probably be a little bit on the edge and you know look look for it sometimes. I feel like sometimes he can look for it. Yeah. Maybe there might have been something that happened earlier on that we didn't know about, and yeah. Carlton just sort of just got the script that we may you know that we might have all seen. But the way yeah. that I saw of it on the time was he literally was like. Gave it to him, sorry, was let him give him a couple, like, yeah, pats on the back, as in, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, all right, you can let me go now. Yeah, but then he's put the arm around, bring and you then in. Then he's the going like, yeah, yeah. no, I'm not going to let you go. And it's yeah. like, now, now you're just being a bit of a dick. Yeah, like, yeah, like, really? he lets you go, <laughs> you know, you're flogging us, all right, give me a give and a cuddle. But like, when I say, like, yeah, can't have enough, like, what yeah. do you want him to do? Yeah, and then they're all laughing, saying like hard this, hard that. It's like, well, he just wanted to go. It wouldn't be a party yeah. of celebration. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Waiting to get on the field, mate. Like Yeah. But yeah, 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 look. And then and then obviously I think the Panthers fans are on they were all on the same wavelength as the yes. way that the whole team was feeling, you know, with yeah. the Viking clap and look, some people were there's back. There's a few big comments this way or that about oh, you know, lacks a bit of class. I don't know about that. Listen, mate, the fans are in a different breed to the players. The fans <laughs> yeah, are the ones yeah. who the the fans don't play first grade. Could only ever dream to. So they're going to do all the things that they would love to do, without any of the consequences. The fans, mm-hmm. as long as they're not being violent or abusive, yeah, like, yeah. that is. That, I'd loved seeing it. I loved, I loved seeing it. I thought that's awesome. I love awesome. it because that's... Because at the end of the day... They're putting and, themselves and all, out there. Yeah, because at the end of the day, there could be another game. They could play Canberra again and Canberra could fucking put egg all over their face. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And, then, and then it's just like, look at you fucking idiots. Yeah. But that's what the fans are about, mate. We'll lay it all out there. Um, and they had, they had a blast. And to be what honest, about, I think... I think the, the, listen, mate. The Raiders have been doing, listen, listen. But listen, the Raiders have been doing the Viking Club for two and a bit years. They stole it from the fucking, from, Iceland. from Iceland, the Iceland soccer team. And it's been awesome. I'm all for it. It's great. But pump the brakes, settle down, win a grand final with it, then own it. All right? Yeah, yeah, Otherwise, yeah. shut your mouth. Like, don't get that <laughs> exactly. upset. They're fans. They're fans. But you know, that, like, just that, that clapping of the Panthers. You remember, the, the, who were the two teams in the, in the Super Bowl? It was Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Kansas City, wasn't the Kansas it? Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. That's right. And earlier that season, they'd played in one of the Kansas Kansas runners or wide receivers or someone. Someone yeah, Tyro, yeah, Tyro ran past one of the defenders and gave him a bit of a peace song. Uh, he does it too. That's his, that's his thing. Because he's that's just his lightning quick. That, that's his <laughs> signature. He, and he's always goading people. Like, you know, he'll run past yeah. them and it's like, 
Peace out, motherfuckers. Like, it's like, that's his sign. Well, he got a little bit of his peace back, and, and yeah. that's what happens. You put yourself out there, you'll probably win a lot. But as it's just like in cricket, the bowler always gets the last laugh, man. Like, yeah. you only need to do it one time, and then they got you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I love the response from the from the cornerback as well. He was like, look, Ben, he'd been going for so long. I don't care if we got the 15-yard penalty. It was worth it. I had oh, to do yeah. it. Oh, because he went he, up to him, and yeah, yeah. He he went up in his face, and he got a fifteen yard fifteen yard penalty for unsportsman like conduct. Even though Tyreek Hill does it to people all the time when he runs past, it gets a little bit. Sometimes the defenders cop the harder brunt than the than the the attackers. Yeah. Um. But you know, but he had to. It was the moment. It was like peace, peace out, motherfucker. Like, yeah. why not? Why no, not? No, it's good. It's all good fun. It's just sport as it is. Hey, you know, as, there's as, something that rugby league that. So there's something in the AFL that I I feel like we don't get enough of in rugby league. There's not as many moments to do it. Like, you know when they kick a goal in the AFL and then, like, you can go, like, whoa, you know what I mean? Yeah, you go, yeah, rah, yeah. like that. You don't yeah. get any of those moments in rugby league. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we need to get stuff, some of those types of stuff to happen. It's only, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. We want to see it more of those big hits, the drop balls, and, you know, just every moment you can. Obviously, with more goals being kicked in AFL, yeah, there's more yeah. of those moments. It's, you know, yeah, we just, just got the tries. Yeah, and, I reckon, anyway, it doesn't matter. All right, so we've got two matches. We've got uh, the Roosters and the Storm. Yep. Roosters and the Storm. Oh, that's obviously, you know, I think it speaks for itself. There's plenty of things to keep an eye out for. The front rowers, obviously, every single time. Uh, the they've obviously backs. got the edge of dummy half with two, you know, two world-class dummy halves at their disposal to our Freddie Lussick and... No, well, Freddie, well, no, was it well, Freddie, well, neither of those guys could be playing. Ben, Ben Marshik. Yeah. Yeah, well, Freddie Lussick's fractured his forearm. Oh, Freddie. So he's, so he's out. Yeah. Sam Verrills is still three weeks away. Jake Friend is retired. And Ben Marsh is going to the judiciary tomorrow um, to fight his two-week uh, charge for a crusher tackle. So Robbo said he might be pulling someone from SG Ball. Oh, yeah. Or um, uh, there is word that Adam Kieran could be back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He could fill in the role for a day. Yeah, but he's a, but he's a utility still. Like, he's not an out-and-out hooker. Yeah, maybe um, I might have to get out there. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, Luke Scott, we need you. For the Roosters. Ooh. Scotty, put the Ooh. nine on. That's a bit raw talking about that after Jake Friend. Yes. You know, you yes, you know you know, bring Jake and Friend to replace Luke Scott. Now you want Luke Scott to replace Jake Friend. That's a very nice. Uh, it's been more than a decade. I think we can we can move past it for Rooster Nation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, bit, bit, a bit of a hooker crisis. Bit of a hooker crisis. But yeah, I think they're obviously hopeful to get him off the charge. Uh, it's one week if you took the early guilty plea. Ruth said, fuck it, we'll fight it. Fight it? So two... They'll fight it. Two weeks, though, if they lose. So, hey, well, they're going to lose. They don't um, lose. So, we'll see who slots into hooker. But, um, the, but the rest of the sides, yeah, look, real big test. Big, the forward pack battles. Obviously, the fullbacks, there's been plenty of talk about Pappenhausen, the flavor of the month fullback. Uh, is he better than Teddy? To be honest, <clears throat> uh, Pappenhausen's been awesome. I think that's also a little bit disrespectful to Latrell Mitchell when you're talking about the fullbacks chasing. I mean, we're yep. blessed with a lot of amazing fullbacks. When people are saying Pappenhausen is sniffing on um, Tedesco's shoes, uh, I personally think Latrell is the one behind him, and that's not even considering Turbo when he comes back from a hamstring. Who so, I think is in front of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> so he just needs a couple of good hammies. 
um, unfortunately. So, look, it's, it's going to be an awesome battle. It's always a big battle against the Storm. First time in a long time without any of the big three representing. Yeah. Any of the Cronks and the Smiths and the Slaters. So, it's the new breeds. The new breeds of stars. the Munster Papenhausen. I'm pretty sure we've played them in a game without those players. Or did they have one or two of them playing? Remember? Well, Cameron, oh, no, Cooper Cameron. played. Cooper played. Cooper yeah. played for us. Yeah. Anyway, shut up. We yeah. can't okay. know what you're talking about after time. But yeah, it's down in Melbourne, though. Down in Melbourne on a Friday night. Um, yeah, the other game has got to be the Raiders and the Eels, I reckon. Well, I, yeah, for sure. Well, I think when I think about this team, you really, look, it's a great barometer for where both teams are at. Because obviously, look, the Storm have been good. The Storm yeah. have been good this year. But the two, the two games they've lost were very close games against Penrith and Parramatta. And there were games where I guess a lot of commentators looked and said, hey, that's the, those are the parts where you're going to miss Cameron Smith. Um, in those big, big moments, close games. High rollers room. The high rollers the room. High rollers, the high rollers room. And for the Roosters, um, look, it was a big test against the Sharks to come back the way they did. But the last time we played that a real out-and-out top four team um, was against South, and they pulled our pants down. Yeah. Um, a lot of emotion in that game, and obviously it's a catastrophic ending with injuries. Uh, but great test for, for both sides. We really know, we'll, we'll know where both teams are. You know, if Melbourne beat the Roosters, then that's probably how the Roosters feel. A strong team, but maybe just off the pace of those, those top-end sides. But if the Roosters were to beat the Storm, then you look back and go, okay, well, Melbourne have beat the Bulldogs, the Broncos, and um, who else? And, and, and the Bunnies. And the, and the Bunnies. Yeah. In that first game, but have fall, fallen short against Penrith, Para, and the and the Chooks. So if we'll get they a good. We'll the get a, if, they if they lose. lose, if they lose, that's why I said. Well, I just talked about if the if the Roosters <laughs> lost and if yeah. Melbourne lost. So, um, good barometer game. Great barometer game. Who are you tipping? Who are you tipping? How can you even ask that question? Well, I'm tipping Roosters. Oh, I'm tipping yeah, well, you. Well, I'm mate, myself you tipped, in a here, player. Well, mate, you you tip the Warriors against the Roosters, mate. So yeah, exactly. Listen, mate, pessimism over here, optimism over here. <laughs> That's how it's we roll. No, look, I, I, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it'll be a hard battle. Roosters 13 plus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, do we agree that the Raiders and the Eels are the second other game? Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Down um, in Canberra too. Down in Canberra. could Canberra. be cold. It's Saturday it's night. Fucking get, cold it's getting cold. Night it's getting cold, man. Should so. we go to that game? To, to Canberra, yeah. mate. I don't go to. I don't go to Canberra between April and November. <laughs> I made. I've, I've made that rule after several trips during that time, and I told myself I will not return there during those those periods, those months. <laughs> between <laughs> April and November. Between April and November. There you go. After that, sweet. I'll pop on through. <coughs> what about for Anzac Day? Well, Anzac Day, I've got to be. What do I want to be in Canberra? Yeah. If no, I was going to be anywhere, if I was going to be anywhere for Anzac Day, I'd want to be at the SCG. This year, anyway. Can't yeah. wait until we can have have the new stadium. The right new here. stadium, yeah, That's absolutely. There's also talks that they want back into our house. They want to move back in. Who? Hey, you guys went and left. You went and found yourselves a new house out west. Fucking stay there. We don't want you back. Beat it. We don't want you back in here, man. It's crowded having to share with the fucking Waratahs. This is our house. Want to share with you? Exactly, exactly. No, it's um, I think it's a good, 
it's a probably a good time matchup for both teams, Parramatta and Canberra. Yeah, similar. Would similar you agree? It's a good game. I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I can't be saying that they're not going to. You know, they've missed it and shit and Ricky versus Ricky, all that shit. They smashed me. They smashed me in that game. Uh, but it's still one of those tester games. It's like, like you said. Well, well, both teams got their medicine on the weekend. Canberra up against Penrith. They, they really got their medicine and got beat by 20. And Parramatta riding high in the sense they hadn't been beat. But there was some, you know, a few cracks in and amongst a few of those games. Um, obviously, the Broncos, they, you know, they had to come back from the Broncos getting a jump on them. Then they put the Sharks away well. And they kind of put the Tigers away and then let them back in the game and it was almost really close and then put them away. And the Dragons just came and took their lollies. Um, I so didn't see the Dragons game. That would have been a pretty good game to watch. Yeah, look, 18, 18, Dragons up 18 nil. You know, they just yeah, had them under before, the pump. I, I, just want to, I just want to say something real quick. I don't know how much time we've got left, but Michael Maguire, he's gone. He's gone. And no one's been able to coach that side. He'd be the first one to be gone. You're right. No one be able to coach that side. I think, I think to myself, Craig Bellamy goes down to Melbourne in 2003. Five, three, yeah. Was that his first season? And 2002. 2002. 2002. 2002. Started coaching just before Cameron Smith in that debut. No, no, he was there before him. Camp Smith? Oh, maybe it was 2003 then. Yeah. He was there. And then, and then, uh, and then, then, what's his name got there? Anyway, it doesn't matter. So 2002, 2003, it doesn't matter. He gets down there and they pretty much change the entire recruitment. Yeah. You know? But I'm not sure who was in charge of the recruitment or if they already had the right recruitment strategy. Sorry, I said they got rid of the whole recruitment. Maybe they already had that recruitment strategy. And and Bellamy's, you know, whatever his attitude or his pitch or, you know, when he goes to the job interview, they're like, yes, that actually is what we need because this suits our recruitment strategy. I I just don't think that no one, like no one will be able to do well under Michael Maguire unless it's that old Melbourne Storm team. The well, old look, the, the Melbourne Storm, Craig Bellamy also was lucky enough to have... Now, this is not to take anything away from Craig Bellamy, but when you're able to start building a team around Cameron Smith, Billy Slater, Cooper Cronk, Greg Inglis, those sort of guys, it definitely helps. Um, the problem for the Tigers is they had not, not those players, but some very good young players, a good core, and due to what's happening at the rest of the, with the rest of the club, with their administration, their board, and coaching carousel, they weren't able to hold on to him. The only one they kept was Luke Brooks. Yeah. And the others all left. So, yeah, look, it's not real good at the Tiger House. I mean, they just extended Michael Maguire. They just re-signed him at the end of last year for another couple of years. So, But, yeah, it's tough. One from five. Nothing seems to be working. Maybe I really... should go and be the recruitment officer. Mate, good luck. I'll turn that club around in no time. I believe no clubs about. I got good. Yeah, who are you bringing in? Um, who am I bringing in? The first one. Well, like I said, I don't put, I don't have any expectations of young guys. Um, who am I bringing in? But that's where I think you got to start. 
I think you genuinely got to start from the bottom. So you almost got to start bringing in guys that are going to fit the mold of what you want. Like that, that was, sorry, but the reason why I want to talk about this is that's something that I was thinking today is what do the West Tigers need to do? What is it that needs to be done? However long it takes, if it takes one year, one month, one decade, how, what is it that they need to do? And I think, I think that's what the, it is that they need to do. They need to start from scratch. So it's almost like every guy that they signed from now is, and it's, it's a, yeah, they have to re, reframe their recruitment model and of their football player that they're looking for, mm. right up the football player that they're looking for and just start recruiting for that. And I yeah, think it's safe. more about it's their safe. character than their ability. The, the ability comes after the character. And if you've got a guy who's got both, you've got a gem. But the character is the first thing. I well, think. it also seems because they just keep having to get a new coach and this guy coaches for two or three years and then he gets sacked and then another guy comes in. And this is where they got themselves in salary cap problem because the coach comes in and we go, we want to make the finals. We don't have to make them this year, but we want to, but we have to make them the next year. And every coach comes in under that pressure. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, fuck, I've got to get someone. And that's how they sign Moses Embai for 850 grand or Josh Reynolds for 800K. And then he comes in and then a new coach comes in and goes, well, I don't want to play that guy. It's like, well, now your cap's all fucked. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like. And then they're scratching to get, and then they're picking up Joey Leilua and they're grabbing, you know, whoever they can that other clubs are sort of moving on, which is kind of what you've got to do if you're not one of those marquee or the really good running sides or sides who are performing really well. And yeah, it becomes hard. You just got, they've got to have patience. Yeah. You got, um, and it's, it's, it's not, the Tigers, not like the type of club that you're like, but people are mad about, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the Dragons, the Bulldogs, you know, the Knights, the Broncos, the Roosters, South even, especially nowadays, even Manly still have that little bit of like, <clears throat> you know, reputation to them as a club. The West Tigers don't have that that reputation. Think, so I that's why I feel like you need them. to have the right, you need to refigure the model of type of player that you want so that you can, you, you're getting that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think as well, like some, I think probably <clears throat> a perfect, it kind of sums up the Tigers the way, you know, almost the karma gods of football yeah. have, sort of re- re- repaid their actions with the way they've treated club legends. Yeah, yeah. In True. Robbie Farrar and Benji Marshall <laughs> twice. Yeah. Benji Marshall got squeezed out twice. Yeah. This last one was just, is, it was almost like they felt, well, if we don't get rid of him, how is the next guy supposed to come in? It's like, well, yeah. what are you worried about the next guy for when this guy's doing his perfectly good enough job? This guy's still a fucking great player for your team. Yeah, yeah. And you can see that what he's doing with at, at South. Um, they've handled those sort of situations wrong. And you see those sort of things, you know, as a player, does that make you as a player go, fuck, this seems like a really great club to be around? Yeah, yeah. When you're looking beyond just, this is my job, here's the contract offer, this is how much I'm going to get paid while I'm here to play football. And that's not how you want to be looking at it. It's, it's I want to come join this great club and team and do something special. Yeah, yeah. And they just haven't been able to find that. And I think, to be honest, I, I understand what you mean with Michael Maguire, but if they part ways with him again, this if they part ways with another coach this year, yeah, you probably then they're not. just like, they're four steps backwards again. 
Yeah, you know, you're so. right. Actually. You're right. They can't. Yeah. They actually can't get rid of that. What they if they were going to move on from, they needed to kind of just do it last year. They needed to okay, look, make a decision quickly, and then commit to fucking someone. Yeah. So maybe you they made have, your maybe bed. like you said, they, they and like you said, they've probably re, just resigned him, have they? I didn't know. Yeah. End, just end, end 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 of last year they extended him. Yeah. Oh, end of last year extended him for another couple of years. So. It's too much money for a club that doesn't have as much money to just go. And he's go, got oh, in yeah. trouble for paying too many coaches at the one time before, and has still not really been able to nail down that coach. You got to give a you got to give a coach some a time to build a roster. Like even build the Raiders have sort year. of nailed down a coach, even though yeah. he hasn't won anything. He's made them better. Yeah, made them better, and now now they're sort of the last few years have now been consistently a good team. Yeah, um, yeah. and that's important. Obviously, every team, every team, and every fan, and every club wants to win the premiership. But the sixteen teams, only one team gets to do it every year. So, if your only goal is premiership, and then you're going to be most teams are going to be disappointed. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to. It's it's important for fans to be able to be relevant, and in the in the hunt, and for the club, and for the players, and that's how you can build to that success. Yeah, so yeah. you can't always have a roosters like a, be like a roosters who can not make the finals one year, bring in another coach and a few other big marquee players and then win the comp the next year. doesn't happen often. Um, but they're a big, they're a big club with a very well-run board um, and with, you know, the ability to attract some big marquee players. Um, you don't always have that with a team like the West Tigers. So, yeah, look, they got a, they're at a crossroads, definitely. And look, one from five, it's not reading real pretty. You know, no. we talked about the quarrels of Manly and the Cowboys and the Broncos this year. Well, the Tigers have the same record as those three teams. Yeah, yeah, so, they just avoided the Owen because they probably lined up against one of the, those other Owens. Well, they beat the Knights. That's oh, what they did. Go. They beat the Knights, who are yeah. uh, fucking hardly a barometer for, for consistent success at the moment. You know, they're, yeah. they've got their own issues. Um, so, yeah, look, it's tough for them. Who they got this week? Who the Tigers? The Tigers. They're playing um the South. South City so, Yeah, so good luck. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. If you're losing, this is the other thing. If you're losing to a team who's 0-4 to start the season, was it at Leichhardt Oval? It was at Leichhardt. At Leichhardt Oval, to pay homage to you know, a club legend. So you're at home. I'm not saying all the West people are going to be there, but you know, it was a ceremony for a West legend. Yeah. Then, and you can't and you can't turn up. Why do you play? Yeah, yeah, and and it might have looked close in the end, but you know they got flogged in the first half. It's not. It's you don't want to be. You don't want to be. You don't like. I, I don't feel like you should ever boo your team at halftime, right? But I'm not discussing that right now. What I'm discussing is if it gets to that. That a, a fans are doing that, there's something going on. Yeah, for sure. It's something not right. Absolutely. You know? I don't think you should be booing, but what it takes for fans to boo, there's something wrong. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, we've probably talked enough for rugby league today. Um, was there anything else you wanted to chat about? 
No, mate, I'm just excited for, for the footy. We've got some, some crackers coming up. Are there any movies um, or anything on Netflix to watch? Oh, look, mate, there's hundreds of movies to watch on Netflix. How about, how about the NBA? What's still there? Well, mate, we're counting down to the, the last, uh, I guess, last month of, of the regular season. Um, there's about 20 games, give or take, left in the regular season. So the final standings are all working themselves out and, and uh, we'll be ready for playoffs. So, uh, yeah, it's shaping up. It's are you, be, are you looking to do a robo on us? Well, go back to back. Back to back. Oh, look, it'd be, it'd be nice, but look, it's still a long season to You're go. You're a little bit um, hurt. When do you, when, when, when uh, one of your competitors said it was all luck anyway? You're a little bit Yeah, hurt. I was. I was. I was. So, you know, that's it bad. certainly added a lot more fire to the year. Um, but look, with Lakers being one of my teams that I have, AD and LeBron are still injured. So neither of them are playing at the moment for another couple of weeks. So, so that actually big... tells me, that tells me a few things. That tells me that you're in a prime position to not only win the total wins league, but you're going to go in and win the playoffs as well. That's it. Playoff it's lots of me. Well, the, the playoffs are going to be an interesting race. I think there's going to be a lot of people in it. Um, <laughs> yourself, yourself included. That's um, what you for. With, with just how the, the teams <laughs> work out. Um, <laughs> you know? The you know, but, but look, the, the real, obviously, in the East, Philly, Brooklyn, and Milwaukee. They're the three standout teams in the East. Yeah. I think Miami could potentially have a sneaky little run in them yeah, too. Yeah. Just they're finally getting their pieces together. And then in the West, you know, look, it's a fucking battleground. Um, well, but we'll, have to, Phoenix, we'll, have, to, we'll have to wrap it up there. So. We'll, we'll talk more about the Total Wins League another night. Up the Chooks. Crack up the Chookies. Can't wait. Don't you Can't thing. wait. Don't you good thing. <laughs> <sighs> Beauty. Lovely.